Welcome to Muller Time. That's a theme we have a theme song. Episode 26. Pretty cool, huh? How's it going? It's going good, man. Very cool. It almost sounds like the music from the um, the original version of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, like when the zombies are coming. It took me uh, three months to write that, by the way. It only has three notes. It's awesome. Uh, we'll play the longer extended version. Um, it's really just like the ABC theme. It's just three notes, but uh, pretty cool, man. Right on. Yeah, I wanted to do something not... I've been listening to other... I figured we should, I should actually listen to other podcasts okay. that we do one. And a lot of them have these long extended themes, and it's like... Dude, people don't have time for all that, man. Well, yeah, that's one thing about that I have with not listening to very many podcasts. The ones that I do when I catch them, they all have their really long intros. They got to get in all their plugs. Got to tell you exactly who they are, and you got to get that person's resume. And you're a good five minutes in before the, the actual podcast. Man, pe- people don't have time for all that, man. People are busy. People have jobs. They, got, I mean, I. That's one of the reasons why this show is 30 minutes. I mean, people don't have time for all that, man. Yeah, we'll tell you our Twitter handles at the end of the show if you yeah, can get that far. Yeah, yeah we'll, get to the, we'll get to the affiliate, uh, the promotion stuff later. Um, all right, well, so first off in Mueller news, um, we got another, uh, another guy I'd never heard of until this happened, Sam Patton. Yeah, no, he's, uh, did he work for Manafort? What was his deal? Sam Patton, uh, who pled guilty to acting as an unregistered foreign lobbyist, worked for Manafort. Okay. Uh, he's a real high up dude. He worked for Konstantin Kalimnik, All right. who was the really Manafort's guy who's abroad. He, he's out of pocket. Mm-hmm. He was actually a supervisor, I read. So this is a this guy's a big shot. All right. So he, he saw where all the money went. Oh yeah. 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 So I guess Mueller handed that case off to another district court for reasons that are not quite clear, but his agreement is that he has to basically if if he gets to kind of plead out on this one thing, his agreement is to cooperate with the special counsel. So uh, I'll yeah. be very interested to see what happens well, there. I hope he um, has enough money to hire some bodyguards. Man, he better. Yeah. Because this guy apparently, not only was he tight with Manafort, he also worked for Cambridge Analytica. So this is the first time we're tying. Yeah, I mean, I know you he, saw this. He knows where all the money went, and he knows what it, what it was all spent on. Man, this guy worked with, uh, I mean, the data campaign. And that's really what we're getting to because you talk about the collusion. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. I mean, once they reach in there, man, mm-hmm. that's Kushner. That's that douchebag Brad Parscale. Oh, that guy. That guy looks like a Norse white supremacist. That could, that guy looks like this guy's ass I kicked in a bar about <laughs> 10 years ago. Just because he had... No, that didn't happen. But it, well, it might have happened. I don't, I don't know. Okay, tough guy. You'll never know. <laughs> it may or may not have happened, <laughs> depending on whether he, uh, he listens. Yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> get a message. Uh-oh. I'm that guy. <laughs> but yeah, so look, another guy's wrapped up. You know, they're saying, people. you know, these guys are like, well, where's this thing going? I, I found out that, did you know most special counsel investigations produce zero indictments? No. Zero. Wow. And, and how many do we have so far from Mueller? 30, what is it, 31? I, I've lost okay. track. Yeah. It's in the low 30s. And they said most, the other thing I heard, I heard uh, Paul Butler say it, the guy was often on MSNBC. Mm. Most special counsel investigations also go for, uh, he said, years, man, like five, ten years. Okay. Well, okay, what's a, what's a particular example of a special counsel that had a years-long investigation other than Nixon, maybe? Well, how about that bullshit Ken Starr? Okay, there Fucking, you go. How long did that? That was a good was, four was years, like, right? Yeah, it was like four or five years. And how Fuck. many people were busted? They, <laughs> Right. They, they impeached Clinton. He won. 
mm-hmm. became more popular than ever. Yeah. So that was that was, I guess, the extent of that. Now, uh, was Hillary investigated under some sort of special oh, counsel? Oh, Whitewater. Yeah. Um, uh, well, look, I was talking about uh, post Obama Hillary. Oh, oh, right, right. Um, well, Ben Benghazi was not a special. That was just no. It wasn't. Was it? No. Yeah. Uh, so that I'm not sure about. If anyone um, is aware of some special counsel investigations involving Hillary, you can feel free to hit us up. Well, hey, she's not out of the woods yet as long as Trump's in office. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which um, actually that brings me to um, Active Measures. Active Measures on Hulu. I saw it, right, on Hulu and iTunes. We don't get any money for that, but we just like it. No, that's that's where you have to go to go see it. I saw it on Friday, uh, and then Chris watched. You caught like half of it. I watched half of it today. I'm going to watch the rest of it later. So, guys, make sure you go see Active Measures. There were, It's a great documentary. It's about, I mean, if you listen to the show, you already know a lot of it. Yeah, if you've been following the entire uh, Trump-Russia thing, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you're not really going to learn anything new. It's almost like a documentary version of Seth Abramson's tweets. Right, Except exactly. And it presents it, though, in this the film form, which is so much more accessible for most people. And um, one thing I was thinking as I'm watching this, it kind of has the feel, but a little more high budget than, now don't get, get where I'm going with this. You know, are you familiar with Loose Change? Uh, the uh, the YouTube thing. Yeah. Yeah, the, no, like the conspiracy the, shit. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the crazy conspiracy stuff about 9-11. It almost oh. has that kind of a documentary feel. But then they got people like Hillary Clinton and the late Senator John McCain to sit down with them and talk about the entire Trump-Russia situation. So it might you, it might feel like some crazy conspiracy theory stuff, but you know what? It's not. It's funny you said that because when I was watching it, I was like, I was actually thinking like they used a lot of the same techniques yeah. that these YouTube whack jobs use, but except this is fucking true. Well, look, they're just using the filmmaking techniques that have worked in the past, uh, I don't know, what YouTube era decade. That, that brings up the other point, which I've just found so fascinating. All these like Alex Jones whack jobs, for the first time they have, there's a conspiracy that actually happened, which is the biggest ever, and they don't believe it. That's so amazing. Yeah. I'm laughing at something that's so not funny. I'm watching, well, yeah, you got to laugh. I mean, I'm watching Active Measures, and while I did know a lot of it, there were a few things I didn't know, but you're watching it and you're like, this is, this is insane. Yeah, well, they're talking about how there's more spies in the United States for Russia than there are soldiers in the Russian army. Did they say that? Did I catch that line correctly? Uh, I, I don't, I don't remember that, uh, but Russian army's pretty big, but there were more spies than I realized. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be right. I don't. Well, they were saying how there are thousands of them that they can't even identify and follow all of them. Well, that part was fascinating when the FBI agent said, "You know, we have to. We just can't follow all these people." I was like, "Oh, like I didn't know that." Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand. I guess I knew that, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know how dire some of the manpower is. Yeah. Plus, that the FBI's focus is on the FBI's focus is on terrorism since 9-11. Mm-hmm. And that's how some of this stuff led us to where we are. When they took the focus off spot, traditional spying yeah. uh, onto terrorism, then now I mean, here we are. Yeah, they, were, they stopped uh, looking at white people, started looking at brown people, and the white people started doing the bad things. But bringing it back to Hillary, and I don't know if you got to I'm this part. i us in trouble by saying that. Oh, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even really hear what you just said. I was, I was queuing up the Hillary thing Sorry. in my head. No, it's fine. You can say whatever you want. It, but this Hillary thing, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, sorry, no spoiler. No, but no, no, go ahead. That, the, it, you're, you're off the spoiler hook on this one. In the Ukraine, they had a parallel, which they make very clear in active measures. They had a, 
a, a heroic female leader mm-hmm. to heroic to the people. When Russia got their puppet in there, they threw her in jail. Yeah. And you, did you see that part? Uh, well, I know about that part. I didn't make it that man. Part. Okay. Now who was actually, let's make note of this. Who was working for that? Uh, what was the name of the Ukrainian dictator? Uh, Man- Yankovich. Oh, Manafort and all them. Yeah, well, yeah. that's yeah, that's Manafort. Right. That, that's who he was working man, for. They make they make that parallel. You know, they they don't throw it in your face, but they clearly want. They show. I mean, they're screaming, "Lock her up!" It's like mm-hmm. it's this. Wow. It really. Yeah, the playbook just got repeated here the, in 2016. The public has got to see this documentary because not everybody can sit down and read. Like I'm reading this House of Trump, House of Putin, which is an outstanding book that we'll talk about another time. But not everyone can sit down or, hell, it's more fun to watch TV. Well, of course. And especially this thing. So go see this and tell people about it. It's really uh, educational. Active measures on Hulu. Yeah, man. Um, I want to say uh, today's Labor Day, so I just want to say happy Labor Day to the American worker. Yeah. Uh, you and I were fortunate enough to both have today off. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. No. Um, you got to vote blue because blue cares about the American worker and red don't. We are two months away. Right. Yeah. Among the many reasons you have to vote blue. Mm-hmm. So uh, just remember one party cares, the other doesn't give a fuck. No. Ever. They never have. They only care about themselves. They've never cared. They don't give a shit about the American worker. Watch how much they care about you when the uh, hearings for Kavanaugh start this week. Yeah. Supreme Court justice, not yeah. me. Yeah, watch. Start tomorrow. Well, it's Monday night. It'll have started yesterday by the time you hear this. Yeah. Yeah, watch what happens on uh, on Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah, I do want to. Yeah. Well, no, okay. Rachel Maddow tonight. Uh, she was on. She had a new show on this Labor Day, and the, the whole show was basically dedicated to Kavanaugh. I don't know if you watched Rachel yet tonight. I did not. Well, seventy percent of Americans do not believe, do not want to see Roe versus Wade, Wade overturned. Right. At Roe versus Wade, excuse me. And uh, that's what uh, that's what Kavanaugh is going to do. I do want to do Kavanaugh. Can, okay. it, can I do one thing first? No. No, Kavanaugh's important. He's on my list. Okay. The list that I never show you. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Unexpectedly today, Nike dropped their new campaign. Uh, yeah. I got to do this. Go, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. Kaepernick is Nike's man for the 30 years. Mm-hmm. I have literally, it's very hard to make me laugh. I have literally been dying since 2.30 in the afternoon <laughs> when I was at a cafe. And the first video appeared of Trump supporters burning their sneakers. <laughs> I, I, I should be paying these people... I would go to a comedy club and not laugh as hard. I'm serious, man. I was laughing on the way in the lift. I was laughing in the Uber. I was laughing like, <laughs> I, I mean, you saw the videos. Oh, well, uh, country superstar John Rich, he he got hammered on Twitter over his sound man in his socks. You sent me that tweet. And first I had to remember, I was like, who the fuck is, oh, I was like, oh yeah, Big and Rich. Yeah. Save right. a horse, ride a cowboy. I, I don't know any of their songs. <laughs> that was their one hit like it was. 10 years ago. Yeah, they should, they should um, you know. Stay in their lane. Yeah, well, uh, they do. And their lane is the lane of cutting the Nike swooshes off of your socks. That's what those people do. And uh, Kyle Griffin on Twitter, who works for NBC News, just had a great reply to him uh, uh, and his socks. He said, if you already bought and paid for and then destroyed the product, (laughs) you're not boycotting it. Right, right. Yes, you're really hurting Nike. You think Nike didn't know all this was coming? They're a business. Nike is getting uh, lots of free publicity all over Twitter today because of all the right-wing nutjobs burning and cutting up their Nike gear. They're putting pictures of all their Nike gear on Twitter. I understand some of the counter-arguments. I understand Nike's a corporation. I understand it's been two years since the protest. I get all that. 
That said, I'm buying some Nike stuff. Okay. I'm going to, they're apparently going to do a whole line with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And all the people who, yeah, the point is I'm, I'm going to get some Nike shit. Uh, my funny, the funny thing I saw on Twitter today, one of my favorite right wing nut jobs. Mm-hmm. I find a way to mention uh, him almost every week these days. Michael J. Knowles. Right. He tweeted, I can't wait to put on my Adidas and go to In-N-Out for dinner tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't, well, I, you saw what I said that no one, my all-time favorite right-wing boycott is when Jack Posobiec ordered Papa John's for his wedding rehearsal. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Owning the liberals by making your groomsmen sick. That was the best shit. I've been, man, I've been dining out on that one, no pun intended, for, for like two years. Wow. Okay. Now I don't follow the NFL the way I follow a uh, uh, real football. Right. Um, Soccer. He means <laughs> to the is America, man. So one of the knocks that I see on Kaepernick is that he really isn't a good quarterback, and he is not he's not good enough to start in the NFL anymore. Right. What is, what's the truth on that? Well, the radical right, um, as a because lying is there the business that they created. They I I'm glad you brought that up. The fact of the matter is that Colin Kaepernick is, first of all, let's back up for a sec. First of all, he made it to the NFL, okay. so he's the the he's a superb athlete. Secondly, uh, that said, he took his team to the Super Bowl okay. as a starting quarterback, and he's a he's a great quarterback. At the very least, I I, I contacted two way more big sports fans okay. than me to ask them what you just said to make sure that I know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and both of them hit me back right away and said, everybody who knows stuff agrees at the very least he should have a backup quarterback contract and he's good enough to be playing as a backup okay everybody i've read that about him yes the that's like a universal there's no sports journalist who thinks different unless there's some right-wing wacko all right so yeah he's been boycotted so the nfl owners are colluding to not give him a job and he's gonna he's gonna win that case so they're out there he's correct he is suing the nfl he is suing he they've ruled uh, I'm not. I'm not the hugest. I'm not up on this a huge amount. But mm-hmm. the last thing I read was that his case can go forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's going to win that thing. All right. Well, for this sure. Isn't, this isn't a Supreme Court case kind of thing, though, right? Because uh, if that's if it's if that's the kind of case it is, well, that's a different story then. I you know, who knows where this thing could go? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he's got a case. And to all the people who say that, like what you were saying, what they said about him, mm-hmm. this guy, this guy took. Football was his dream. He achieved his dream. And now they took it away from him. So I don't even want to hear that stuff that these people say. Okay, well, I actually got that. I'm not, I I got it specifically from one Facebook friend mm. who also wrote a defense of the neo-Nazi that killed Heather Heyer. So that's, that's <laughs> so where I'm getting that from. He'll be, he'll be, a, he'll be a, long, a recurring guest on our show, I'm sure. <laughs> I do my best not to talk about that Facebook person. I think I know who that is. Yeah, that's what we're leaving it at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody, but everybody has that one. Mm. I had some people, when I posted that thing about Kaepernick today, I had some, some people chiming in. Oh, they, okay, I'll have to go look for that. As, I mean, yeah. like I said, anyone who says that this guy wasn't playing at the NFL level is lying to you, mm-hmm. period. And I'm just saying that as a guy who's not a huge football fan, but just a guy who reads well, it. Well, my other favorite uh, Twitter superstar to bash every day uh, or every week, Ben Shapiro said that very yep. thing about him. No, about he was Colin, he, Colin Kaepernick. No, they just these guys they lie for a living, man. Yeah. That's what that I mean. You know more yeah. than anyone. That's what that guy does. And I was surprised actually because he's usually a better liar than that. 
Are you talking about Ben Shapiro? Because yeah. that's just you're just you're just lying. Because yeah. everyone knows that Kaepernick took his team to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and that he's a, uh, at the very least a good backup quarterback. I do remember last year around this time when the NFL season was starting up. Five three eight blog. Um, D- Jeremy Silver, what's his name? Did I get his name? Nate Silver. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember reading a story about how he crunched the numbers, showing how Kaepernick is better than like twenty five percent of right. the starting uh, NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. So, so good for yeah. good for him, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of that gear. <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I haven't had any. I haven't owned any Nike things in a while. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's go buy Nike to own the cons. <laughs> <laughs> you see me in like a full like I look like one of those like mobsters in Brighton Beach. Like, so the, um, the Trump administration has, if you were born on the, it was in the Washington post, if you were born on the border, but in America, yeah, you saw that (laughs) we talk about the creeping line. They're not questioning your citizenship. If you were delivered by certain doctors or midwives, some people are getting their passports snatched. Some are going to jail. Let me reiterate that American citizens who just happen to be born on the Texas border in America on the American side. Yeah, so that's they're coming for them, and next they're coming for you. Um, are they doing this to white people that were born close to the border, or just dark-skinned people? I believe it's just dark-skinned people. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. What a surprise. What a coincidence. But but make no mistake about it. Like they say, they come for them, but eventually they come for everybody else. Yeah, that's for sure. To. Yeah, yeah. The first, I could, I could see it now. The when they do come for some white person, it'll be, uh, you know, like a dissident or somebody that they don't like, you know, like they're coming for these security clearance people, you know, they're going to come for the, the first NFL owner that has the, the guts to give Kaepernick right. a job. And at the absolute end, after they came, all these people will be the Mueller time podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we're, we're not going to be left. They're going to get us early. Well, I actually, that's why your address is on all of the, um, that's why your address is on all the uh, time related stuff. That wouldn't be funny if we didn't live so close to each other. <laughs> no, your address is on everything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that is, sir. No, I'll, don't worry. We'll fill your spot. Oh, good. Okay. That article was so insane. I don't understand why that wasn't front page. What is, what's front page news in 2018? Everything. Everything on page 827 should be front page news. Right, right. Wow, okay, I just showed my age by saying A27. Nobody knows what that means. I d- Wait, what was it? <laughs> I said everything on page A27 oh, yeah, is yeah, front yeah, page yeah. news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, yeah, yeah. No, no. There's no page A27 anymore. I thought you said 827. <laughs> okay, A, the letter L- A, sorry. So let's do Kavanaugh. I want to Okay. I want to give like the Mueller time official advice for anyone who's thinking about watching the Kavanaugh hearings. Don't waste your fucking time. Don't even have you ever watched a Supreme Court? Conference? I'm sure I've caught some over the years, but um, th- this is the one I'd be the most interested in watching. There, uh, and like, hey, like everybody, do what you want. But what I'm trying to say is, if something big happens, you'll catch it on the recap. Okay, these things are a show trial; they're a joke. Ever since you remember Bork, yeah, Bork was the Bork was when it all went south because that's when people realized they're Republicans or Democrats too. That if you said what you really thought that the other side wasn't going to confirm you. Mm-hmm. And they've been fake ever since. Yeah. This guy is totally, he's corrupt. Now, let me fact check myself. On the other episode, I said he owed $2 million in debt because of... <laughs> net, <laughs> For the baseball tickets? Right. I was going to fact check it later, but I'll do it now. It was just, it was only $200,000. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> but we have not been fact checked on how he paid that back. Right. This guy is Trump's boy. Mm-hmm. 
And you think that Trump didn't ask him, are you going to help me when Mueller comes for me? Then I have a bridge to sell you, right? So like I said, you guys want to watch it, go ahead. But just remember, it's a show trial. It's like some third world country shit. Okay, so we have to assume that Trump asked Kavanaugh for loyalty and Kavanaugh gave it to him. A thousand percent. All right, now I'm wondering about this. Do, do you think that Trump, with his loyalty thing, do you think there's an actual like crazy loyalty private secret society ceremony that they do? <laughs> like like the mafia? Yeah. What do you think Trump does to, for this loyalty? It's not like you just have to say it to Trump that oh, I'm loyal to you, Mr. Trump. I bet Trump makes him do something. Like I don't want to know what, but I I think there's more to it than just pledging your vocal loyalty to Trump. Have you been watching those Alex Jones videos again? (laughs) Or some truth? Yes, because he did not get kicked off of Twitter. Well, I'll tell you what, it's uh, I got a one week suspension. I've had a one week suspension on Twitter. Yeah, I've I've been well, I've been I've been shadow banned. (laughs) They shadow banned a a Democrat. Oh no, I've I've been shadow banned too. I got shadow banned for going after. uh, low conservative Cassie Dillon for for um, publicly shaming a an overweight girl. I called her out for it, and I got shadow banned. Right, so they ban you mm-hmm. for doing the right thing. Yes, that's truly amazing. Mm-hmm. That's the one who just moved to L.A. Right to work yes. for. She works for uh, Daily uh, Wire. Ben Shapiro. How exciting for her! Mm-hmm. Just got to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, you guys can watch Kavanaugh if you want, but I'm just saying. Take the time, in my opinion, that you would watch it and go watch Active Measures or read read Russian Roulette or House of Trump or <laughs> take a hike yeah. in the woods. Anything, man. Okay. Or, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch some of that. I, I know what you mean about the, mm-hmm. the trial being a show trial and Kavanaugh is going to do everything to not answer any question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm not going to sit and watch all like Fair long enough. of it. But yeah, Fair I'm enough. Definitely going to watch no, it. No, and, and like I said, I'm going to catch the recaps. I'm just – I'm not going to – I'm gonna I'm gonna make more judicious use of my time. Okay, so there is a spot open in the Senate for the right wing maverick to stand up to bullshit. That's right. And if one of them was smart, that that could be they could be president. Yeah, it's if, election season. Okay, who on the right is up for election this year that gets to vote on Kavanaugh? Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch, and there's got to be someone, and someone's gonna have the balls to stand up and and maybe not pledge their vote. All the ones who in have, order to win their November election, yeah. right? But there isn't one Republican who stood up to Trump who's not retiring. Okay, uh, one of them who's smart could could I believe ride that thing to greater success. Now, but John McCain's seat's not going to get filled before the Kavanaugh vote. Am I correct? I thought that aren't they going to fill it with someone? I think they have to. Well, they, they haven't yet. Okay, that um, we'll we'll know by the time this is over. But if somebody does want to. Uh, you know, let us know about that. Feel free. I, I honestly don't know. So um, let's let's go on the assumption that his seat is going to remain vacant for the Kavanaugh uh-huh. vote. Uh, how many more Republicans need to be turned in order I, to to turn down Kavanaugh? I read definitively that they have to turn two Republicans. Okay, that's, even that's, even with McCain gone or McCain now having passed that. Right. Regardless of that. OK. Uh, they said they have to turn two. Mm-hmm. I read that today okay. in, the, in the post. Sounds like it shouldn't be that hard, but with these guys, yeah, it's I, look. The chances are are basically zero, pretty much. But mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it, he's a sitting president that is under investigation, but it's okay that he is nominating Supreme Court justices. But Barack Obama couldn't because he was uh, he, he had a year left. Yeah, let's oh, exp- yeah. exactly right. 
Yeah, from Merrick Garland. Ugh. Let's let's explain why their allegiance is to him. It's it's not what people think. It's not because he controls the Republican Party now. It's the bigger thing. Russia controls the Republican Party. When this stuff comes out, some of them, many of them, mm-hmm. are going to go to jail too. That's you're, you're saying senators are going to go to jail. Yes. Okay. Right. They're into the NRA. That's why Devin Nunes is flying in the in the middle oh, of the week right. by himself. Right. <laughs> but when you understand that, then everything makes sense. Yeah. Right. Well, he's a congressman, not a senator. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. The That's House why representatives and the senator. Did I say senator? Well, I said senators, senator first, but. It's a, it's all right. it's the representatives. It's the senators. It, when you think of all their this Republicans' bizarre behavior in that context, it makes sense. Yeah. It's not just Trump. It's it's them. Lindsey Graham. All of a sudden, the guy looks like <laughs> the guy looks like someone has a gun to his head. Every where remember? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he likes what he's doing, but he has no choice. They hacked the Republican National Committee too. What did they get from them? We don't know. Right. They didn't turn. They didn't release that to the public. They're, that's that's what's being used. That's I, that, there's their bait. I just found out that too that the NRA, uh, Maria Butina, the Russian spy, and John Bolton were real tight. John Bolton, our mm-hmm. national security guy. No, uh, I believe Rachel had some footage of John Bolton in Russia. He he went to Russia on that the, same trip as Sheriff Clark, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I but, might be wrong. I'm trying to remember from a month ago. But the not to get too much in the weeds, but you, no, the point being is that again, this is a massive, the biggest conspiracy in American history, yeah. and they know that if one of them starts to go down, it's like dominoes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, yeah, no, he probably was on one of those trips. Yeah, of course, <laughs> I'm sure he was. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so, what? So what do you think about uh, Bruce Orr? Oh wow, Bruce Orr, mm-hmm. American hero. That's why Trump's going after him. Yeah. He's the nation's top um, Russian mafia hunter. Yeah. I want to explain Bruce Orr because I think that, again, that gets to what this thing is all about. Now, wait a minute. Um, Some of what I saw in Active Measures talk Mm -hmm. about some of the Russian mafia heads that were taken down by Bruce Orr. Bruce Orr's name's not mentioned in the movie. Now, I didn't make it all all the way through Mm -hmm. the whole film yet. Does he get discussed in Active Measures? Uh, No, But the criminals he took down get discussed. Okay. Right. Yes. What I want to explain to um, the Mueller Time listeners, it, it's really important to like look at it like this. Everyone that so Trump, okay, who are some of the people that he attacks on Twitter, aside Bruce Orr? Trump, you're talking about? Yeah, like in terms of the people he's been attacking in Russia related. Right. Well, yeah. Well, Peter Strzok was on that Strzok. list. Yes. Right. So Strzok and Strzok's uh, girlfriend Lisa mm-hmm. Page. The point I'm, I want to make is that. They all have one thing in common. They can hurt Trump. <laughs> but but they have something else that Bruce Orr does not. They they were all either part of Mueller's team or other people he's attacked, like Comey, part of the Hillary Clinton thing. Mm-hmm. But Bruce Orr is unique. And this is what so I feel like a lot of the American public doesn't understand. Bruce Orr was not part of the Mueller team, not part of Clinton. No one knew who the fuck Bruce Orr was. Mm-hmm. But there's only one thing about Bruce Orr that is important, you already said it. Yeah. He's there, the expert on the Russian mafia. What The point I'm trying to make is this. How did Trump get Bruce Orr's name? Where the fuck did that come from? Very good question. Right. How did Trump, oh you know, yeah. And if you're listening to this show, I have an idea about how he got it. <laughs> right? Yeah, me too. Now, 
Everyone else's name, it was obvious. Stroke, that was a big deal because Mueller fired him. And Bruce Orr did testify, I read this in front of Congress at one point, but he's the, he's, he's the, he's the Justice Department's man on the Russian mafia, and Trump is owned by them. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. They are, either Putin straight up gave him his name or someone who's involved in that told him. Well, of course, yes. Right. And now all that Trump needs to do, and he's done it, he's tweeted nasty things about Bruce Orr, all Trump's followers think that this American law enforcement agent who has taken down Russian mafia right. criminals is uh, is public is a public enemy now. Right. That Trump has that power to turn Americans against American heroes. Russia is going to is feeding him the names or pro-Russian people or someone is giving him these names because the guy's a fucking moron. We all yeah, know there's that. There's no way Trump would know that on his own. No. no. And it's brilliant on their part. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I said, I've I've given them I give Putin full credit. I always have. All right, this kind of gets back to Rachel Maddow's first segment in January of 2017, immediately mm-hmm. after the inauguration, where she ended a, a long story time with Rachel by saying, if you are on the CIA, do you tell President Trump the name of your top spies close to Putin? Exactly. Ask ask Israel how that went, mm-hmm. right? And An Israeli operative has died in some way that I don't even want to think about. Who was embedded with ISIS because he because he told those guys in the White House, yeah. he he told them basically he gave if he didn't give him his name he signed the guy's death warrant. Oh, you're talking about when Sisliak and another uh-huh. Russian diplomat uh, showed up in the Oval Office and we found out about it after Russia tweeted about it. Right, and when that tr- time that situation, are you telling me uh, uh, someone was killed over that after that coincidentally? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't realize that. Well, what what happened was Trump gave them. The Israelis... Yeah, he gave them classified information that had to do with the Israelis. Now, uh, it was played off that, well, the president can declassify anything, so there's nothing illegal about the president telling military secrets to Russia. Okay, fine. The Russian puppet can declassify anything. But you're telling me uh, an American spy in Israel was... Who was killed? Tell me. I I didn't know this. Well, what happened in that... Yeah, what happened in that situation was that... Israel came upon some intelligence that um, ISIS had figured out how to make a new kind of bomb. And it was some kind of bomb involving computers, but whatever it was, no one has seen anything like it before. It was like the highest of high priority, like someone's going to do this shit like tomorrow. So they told, they, they told America, they yeah, told well, Trump. Because America and Israel are allies, of course. So Trump told, all he said was, it wasn't the name of a person, he told the name of the city where the operative was working. All right. And that was enough. It was either an Israeli operative embedded in ISIS or an ISIS, a member of ISIS who who was working for Israel. Okay, well, quite, the, this but, is begging... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but they figured out who it was. And basically, this Israeli guy they interviewed who was an anonymous source, but it was was like, yeah, they killed this mofo in a, in a horrible... Yeah. Wow. Okay, how did ISIS get the knowledge or the technology to build this new special computer bomb? Uh, that I do not know. Mm-hmm. But again, um, you know... Uh, well, I was getting at, well, is, is Russia giving them this technology? That's That was the implied question. Well, I, I mean, yeah, Russia's, Russia's allied with pro-Assad forces and God knows who else, so mm-hmm. it's very... Yeah, why not? Yeah, who, I mean, of course, uh, probably. Well, didn't Russia teach uh, North Korea how to hack? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they... they they're they're like the highest bidder. Whoever, 
you know. And they Russia Putin allies himself with, uh, you know, any any anti and any autocrat. Oh wait, you mentioned Putin. Can we jump back to active measures again for a moment? Sure. Um, one of the more stunning things in the movie is uh, in the interview with Hillary Clinton. She talks about uh, Putin's parents. Remember that little story at the beginning? How fake or or real is that story? The oh, story it's to- totally the, fake. Okay, that, absolutely. But, so that's Putin's legend that he tells in his bio when you look him up on Wikipedia, I guess. Yeah, I've heard from other people that that other uh, sources that was fake. Okay, well, for those listening, the story hit and you know, spoiler uh, spoiler alert. Um, there was some sort of bombing in. I, I don't. I don't know. Was this World War Two? There was yeah, some sort of bombing, and a, a man walking down the street sees bodies piled up that are about to be like thrown into a van and you know, put into a mass burial. Man recognizes the woman's shoes, knows it's his wife, mm-hmm. saves the woman, brings her back to life, and then eventually they get married, and she gives birth to Vladimir Putin. It was, it was a really heartwarming story. Hillary tells this story in, in a, it's a very entertaining way. Yeah. Entertaining being not the right word to use right there. Yeah, so yeah, definitely... Uh, Check out Active Measures and let someone know it's really a, a public service. I, I mean, think I had not heard that urban myth of the of Putin's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like Trump, he's a myth maker, except mm-hmm. he's just way, way smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so one more thing on the progressive front, we want to congratulate uh, Andrew Gillum in Florida. Mm, yes, who secured the Democratic nomination against all odds. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about that. Yeah. Who was he running against? Uh, some douche. Uh, what's his name? I, I, that's okay. Yeah, it does. It's whatever. A Floridian right winger. That's all you need to know. Yeah. He's running against a super Trump guy mm-hmm. who ran some commercials that were just disgusting, which yeah. whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But the point is, is that this guy did the impossible and he beat some other pretty, probably would have been pretty solid Democratic incumbents. Mm-hmm. The blue wave is coming. Yeah. Uh, this guy's the mayor of Tallahassee, and he's a real progressive. Right on. Hey, yeah. Um, have you watched the videos um, from Beto O'Rourke's band from the early 90s? Loving it. <laughs> Loving it. That backfired. Right. Only, I, I've been a musician all my life. You mm. obviously are an, a music expert. When have you ever seen, when has been a, being a musician ever been a downside? <laughs> no, that just makes you, yeah. like Republicans... I'm like, you know, that makes you more popular with people, right? Yeah, that totally backfired on Cruz. I think what he was going for in the band's publicity photo, one of his bandmates is wearing a dress. It was early 90s. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's... And uh, I was just reading before uh, we started recording the podcast tonight, one of his bandmates went on to actually have big success in the music world. Uh, Cedric from the Mars Volta was in this band with Beto O'Rourke. Awesome. And so over the weekend, Cedric from Mars Volta digitally released for free the recordings of his band with Beto O'Rourke from the early 90s. And um, it's just punk noise. You can't really decipher the lyrics or anything. It's not like they're going to pull out some, you know, pull lyrics that are going to make him lose the election. The blue wave is coming. All right. We're two months away. It's coming. So I'm Eric LeVay. If you want to uh, follow me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, it's uh, E-R-I-C-L-E-V-A-I. My name's Chris. You can find me on Twitter at Low Progressive. There's also the Mueller Time Facebook page. And uh, if you guys could also please uh, leave us a review wherever you listen. Um, the more people that write reviews and give us the the five stars, which we um, so desperately crave because yeah. I crave attention, <laughs> the more people will see our... 
our algorithm. Hey, you know what? Also, let's let's uh, plug Politicon. We're going to go to Politicon in the end of October. You want to come hang with us? You're, you can find us at Politicon. Right. We're going to Politicon. We're going to do a, a, a bunch of segments on that. We're going to the Comic-Con of politics. We're going to be there. We'd love to hang out. Yeah. We're going to also, uh, I think we should tape a show every day, just a, a wrap-up show. Oh, yeah, at, at Politicon, absolutely. So we're going to be there. It's August 9th. No, oh, excuse no. me, it's uh, <laughs> August. Yeah, it's, October uh, 20th and 21st. Right, October 20th and 21st. At LA the, Convention Center. The LA Convention Center. Politicon.com. Right, be there. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll uh, catch you next week.